on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. We are at five minutes after six here on High Tide. <laughs> the weather forecast for today, if you're thinking of heading on offshore, you should be thinking again. There is a strong wind warning that is current for uh, the Sydney, Illawarra um, and uh, Central Coast area. The winds shall be southerly, 20 to 25 knots, reaching up to 30 knots during the morning. That is a blow. Winds will then turn southeasterly, 15 to 25 knots in the middle of the day. Seas 1.5 to 2 metres, the swell southerly around 1 metre, increasing to 1.5 during the morning, then tending southeasterly 1.5 metres around midday. Partly cloudy and a 70% chance of rain. That's Broken Bay to Port Hacking. From Cape Morton to Point Danger, you're looking at southeasterly, 15 to 20 knots. Seas 1 to 1.5, increasing to 1.5 to 2 during the afternoon. First swell will be an easterly at 1.5 tending southeasterly at 1.5 during the morning. A second swell will be around one metre coming out of the south. Partly cloudy, 60% chance of rain today's tides for Fort Denison. 9.23 is the next high tide. It'll be 2.04 of a metre. The low tide will be just three minutes after four at 0.15 of a metre. Then another high tide later on this evening at around 10 o'clock, one. Point five two of a metre. So that's the weather and, of course, the tides for you. Mark Benassiak, <laughs> good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How's your week been? Oh, look, our first sitting week in Parliament um, was, was pretty pretty light on, to be honest. Uh, the government didn't have much for us to do, um, which was which was interesting, given we've, we've had, a, had a decent break over Christmas. We thought we'd be fairly busy, but uh, in most cases we were uh, back in back in bed by 8, eight o'clock. So so not only do politicians get longer holidays than anybody else between sittings anyway, just between sittings, I know some of them work at yeah. home and stuff like that. When they did front up, they had bugger all. Yeah, look, it was, you know, I mean, Tuesday I was... I, I was um, Sitting down, have you know, or leaving leaving Parliament at five thirty, and then yeah, the the other nights, well Wednesday night was at ten o'clock finish, but uh, Thursday was yeah uh, about a seven seven o'clock finish. So it's um yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. Not a bad life, Kieran. <laughs> it's a great job. Uh, it shows you how well uh, Albanese is going. He doesn't got no idea what's going on in the country. What he. That many things need attention, and yet uh, they don't want to address it. Sorry, Mark, I had to fire him up. No, no well, look, it's better than someone else. I'm a knowledge with everyone. The bloke's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you go on, Mark. Ignore that voice in the background. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the, um, the, uh, the interesting thing for fishermen uh, during the week was that Victoria um, tabled their trust fund accounts um, in their parliament, and, um, which is slightly different in New South Wales, uh, they don't actually have to physically table them in in the parliament. Um, they just put them up on their website, and um, I guess for people that don't understand that process of tabling something in parliament, officially, when you do that, it, it becomes a permanent matter of public record. Wherein, if you just throw it up on a, on a department website, it can quickly disappear and. and get buried 
um, you know, afterwards. So I guess that says a little bit about the difference in Victoria and New South Wales in terms of accountability and transparency on our on our rec fishing trusts. But I thought we, I'd just take you through a couple of the highlights to, today between the different different trust accounts. It's sort of like a bit of a compare the meerkat arrangement. Um, yeah, so look, both both of the trusts in New South Wales and Victoria do $2 million on, on compliance um, out of the trust. So taking money from our trust accounts to make sure we're doing the right thing. Um, interestingly, within the New South Wales um, compliance actions, they've actually spending a couple hundred thousand dollars um, to pay undercover police officers to run around on our ferries checking up on us um, when we're fishing on ferry wharves. Um, so it's interesting that we're actually paying for police operations hmm. um, as part of our as part of our trust account. I don't see how that directly uh, benefits uh, fishermen and you know fish you know fishermen access. Like you know, I get that sometimes from time to time there's problems with um, you know people leaving mess. On, on yeah, but that's a policing but, issue. That's got nothing to do with fishing. No, that's right. And and it, yeah, we should be fitting the bill for police operations. So that's probably the first first criticism I level at at, at the New South Wales Trust accounts. Um, uh, interesting. Well, I guess the the Victorian uh, trust accounts they seem to have a, a a better understanding or better plan on stocking. Um, that's sort of evidenced by yeah, their stocking report section. It's very easy to read. It's actually it's actually broken down in a table by species and also location, and like then broken down again by the species in those locations. Um, Victoria, it's, uh, it's in New South Wales, it's, it's sort of very convoluted. It's just there's no there's not that detail at all. Um, it's a cover up, which is a concern, you know, because that. Yeah, you know, we spoke about this last week, but I, I just don't think Mr. Wales has a clear strategy on, on restocking our rivers. Um, it's just sort of, you know, fly by the seat of your pants um, in terms of how they do it. So, you know, we're, and that's sort of evidenced by the fact that we're stocking around 5.9 million fish and, um, you know, and Victoria's close up to 8 million, and they've got a goal of being able to stock 10 million fish a year. Um, so that sort of tells you, you know, that they've certainly got a clear a clear plan in, in what they're doing in that space. Um, I guess when, you, when you're looking uh, at species, yes. The simplest way to attack this by the people of New South Wales, the fishermen of New South Wales, do not buy a fishing licence. We are supporting them. We're giving them the, the money to do with whatever, and that was not the arrangement. Yeah, you well, you, you see, well, you we see that never, in the data. You see, you see that in the data over that under the control of fisheries and the government. Yeah, you see that in the you see that in the breakdown too of of the the uh, projects that are actually funded. The majority of them seem to be going back to the department to run. Therefore. Yeah, they get that ability to be able to charge back 
yeah, you know, their staff on on the trust accounts. Where the Victorian trust, it seems to be a little bit more balanced um, in terms of them, you know, paying external, you know, companies or paying universities to do some research. Um, it, it's it seems a bit more balanced in Victoria in terms of where the money is going. So you've got to ask yourself the question: Why is you know, why is that the case? You know, it's not as if we don't have good people in New South Wales, you know, keen recreational fishermen that, you know, would do work businesses that are, you know, tied to our recreational fishing sector that wouldn't want to get involved in this sort of stuff. Um, well, put, it, yeah. put it this way. The, the uh, ministers and the executives are using the trust fund as a cash cow. Yeah, we 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 and we know we we know that and this and this uh, trust trust. So what do we do? We get rid of the cash, or we get rid of the so-called executives? Yeah, well, I think as I said, I think you need to have a culture change, really, um, because I, I don't think necessarily us all stopping paying our licenses is the answer, because then nothing nothing gets invested. Um, but yeah, I think that yeah, there needs to be a culture change in terms of how this how these trusts are treated, um, because you've got you know just to go to some other points in in Victoria you you don't have any access officers paid from the trust, so in New South Wales you have several access officers that are supposed to be working on you know gaining more access, you know resolving access conflicts all those sort of things. And so there's close to $500,000 paid out of the, you know, trust fund for those access officers. And, and, you know, if I was seeing access improved, I wouldn't necessarily um, complain about that. But then on top of that, they've decided to double dip and then take another $150,000 out of our trust account to review Crown land closures, Aboriginal land claims, and identify access opportunities. Well, I say that's that's business as usual for those access officers. That's what they should be doing already. If we're paying yeah. them five hundred k, why are they why are they having another hundred and fifty k to do their on top of that to do their yeah. job? Yeah. We're going to have to put this on a continuation series two next week. <laughs> series well, two. It, 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 it's, it, it's certainly it's certainly heavy reading. I encourage like all recreational fishermen to. Download both and compare and have a re- and 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 go through it because there is a lot to there is a lot to unpack and you could you could spend a segment just unpacking one one trust fund project and if you so, couldn't be bothered either this government gets rid of the current executives or we vote for somebody else if you couldn't be bothered reading the report what you can do is support the Shooters Farmers and Fishers Party while they do it for you isn't that right Mark. Yeah, pretty much. Look, there'll be, oh, yeah. Watch me in estimates as I dissect, as I dissect them, uh, line by line. Um, pretty much. That's 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 my plan when uh, we go back into estimates in uh, middle of February. So um, there's yeah, there's lots to unpack there. But I do encourage, you know, this is your money. I do encourage recreation fishermen. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, go online and have a read and see where your money's going. Look forward to catching up with you next week, Mark. Thank you so much for your time. 
No problems at all, right? Thank you. You're listening to High Tide. It is 17 minutes after six. Talk overnight. Worst offender would have to be India and America. Yeah. They literally just treat the ocean like a rubbish tip. Rubbish yep. floating out off the coast of India that they can walk across. Yep, exactly. It's a yeah. fishing boat. Yep. The ocean is going to end up saying enough. This is 2SM. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of servos where you can get A lot of independents are in Sydney. Yeah, just drive past the gouges. I just don't understand how selling it the same product at 70 cents more. Talk overnight on 2SM. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus Radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. Meet the Hyundai Tucson N-Line with its sleek and sporty design, next-generation Blue Link connectivity and a cabin from out of this world. The future has just gone up a level. For a limited time only, enjoy a $1,500 factory bonus. Visit your local Hyundai dealer to discover more today. T's and C's apply. Imagine that. Hyundai. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Sydney, prepare for an encore like never before. Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi, a virtuoso pianist and composer, a music visionary with rock star charisma. See him live Wednesday, May 22, Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com Elevate the style of your home with the Choices Flooring Spaces for Living Sale. Redefine comfort and reveal the true beauty of your living spaces with our stylish range of carpet, timber, laminate or luxury vinyl flooring options and create the look you've been searching for with the latest window furnishings and designer rugs. Visit ChoicesFlooring.com.au and download the Spaces for Living Sale catalogue. It's packed full of savings and ideas to revive and redesign your home. Sale now on. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It is 20 minutes after six. Time to catch up with Greg Reed, who's proudly brought to us by ProLureAustralia.com.au. Good morning, Reedy. How are you? Oh, not bad at all. Looking forward to part two next week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like sands through nice. the hourglass, so are yeah. the politicians in Kieran's of life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. saddle is a sledgehammer. <laughs> Look, how, how well, we're talking about some wind and some swell today. How well protected yeah. is Jervis Bay? Can you recommend that people go out or should it be a tackle box cleaning day? 
No, not at all. I think if um, offshore fishing is your only bag of tricks, you'd be absolutely disappointed. Um, having said that, it is a bay. So the good thing about a bay is there's always somewhere that's calm and flat and offshore. But that's that's actually inside the bay. But for the game fish shows and the offshore fish shows, yeah, yeah. Once again, if that's your only bag of tricks, and that's where you get your joy, you're going to be disappointed this weekend because, um, yeah, we've got it's kind of like a bit of a cut off low sort of developed overnight somewhere out of Port Stephens, and that fired up a bit. That's going to dissipate today, but we've got this sort of temperate low that's pushed up underneath Tasmania, so that's going to and that high is then going to start to sort of fill in on, on the coast. So we're going to get a big south swell. Well, when I say big, you know, we're probably going to get a few metres of south swell. Um, south to southeast winds wouldn't surprise me if we get 25 knots. Um, showery, overcast conditions. So it's a bit of a shame because the current is roaring out the front um, and it is roaring to the south and it's got plenty of fish in it, but it's just not going to be conducive for offshore fishing. Yeah. Yeah. So inside the bay, you got you got that many options down here, Grant. It's not funny, um, and a lot of it's just light tackling and, in, and inshore. Yeah, and that's really where it's at. You know, people think you've got to come to Jervis Bay and it's all heavy tackling, big kings and marlin. It's far from it. Every point, every headland inside the bay's got fish on it. Um, the flatty bashes will do all right, just doing a drift. Um, across the bay, it might be a bit choppy if you're sort of punching up the middle from Huskisson, or certainly. I'd forget about launching at Kalala and, and yeah. launching into the subway, but southern side of the Bayview <laughs> managed to launch from Murray's Beach. You get some squid in all around the southern side in those flat, calm conditions. You get into the lee of Bowen Island and sort of drift out 18 to 20 metre ground. You'll get flatties on the Paternoster across the middle of the bay. Um, if you want to walk up the beaches with a, you know, if you, if you use bait, oh, look, that's great, but... Um, you know, around the headlands at high tide. But we, we do so much fishing off the shore, so much micro-jigging, so much throwing of soft baits and even slow-rolling little crankbaits, which you think about should only be fished in the estuary. We, we do that off the beaches. And there are so many fish within 10 metres of the shore, it's not funny. Um, you pick your low-light periods, pick your high-tide periods or your tide changes... Um, concentrate that effort around the rocky headlands where the where the sand meets the um, sand meets the rock. There, there's good fish all through the bay, and it's it's quite diverse in that aspect. Yeah. Um, beaches on the southern side of the bay, particularly, are going to cop full brunt and swell, and they probably need it from a surfing perspective because there's too many closeouts at the moment. But that'll that'll fire things up inshore. Just excuse me, <coughs> frog in the throat there. Um, but this is like it's. We'll grab it and use it as where, bait. Where the S- where the estuary really comes into its own, like particularly the basin. Um, and I've, I sort of, I get this quite often, like most people think, oh, look, the best time to go fishing is in George's Basin, you know, on a nice sunny day when it's flat and calm. That's actually the toughest time to fish it because all the light's shining into the water. The basin is a wind-driven fishery. Yeah. It's not necessarily driven by current, even though it's tidal. Um, wind drives surface, surface current, and as they say, no run, no fun. So... When most people are off the water and you've got all these sand flats and weed beds and everything that's got wind and current driving over it, that's when when it fires up the fish. And from a from a lure fisher's perspective, I, I I just want I actually want wind to be slow rolling little crankbaits. And if you don't know what a crankbait is, it's a tiny little uh, tiny sort of 
fat little lure that dives to around about, oh, they can dive anywhere from two and a half metres to half a metre, depending on the model. Um, four pound braid, four pound leader, and you slow roll it, meaning that you cast it out with the wind at your back, and you just turn the handle until you feel it vibrate, and then you pause. Yeah. And the fishing can be absolutely dynamite in the estuaries on these overcast, really windy days. So, in the pro lure range, in terms of cranks, there's a thing called an S36, so that's shallow 36 mil, and they dive to about a metre and a half. It's a colour called Combat, and um, that, that colour is absolutely astounding. It's like a, a, an olivey sort of green colour, not quite watermelon. Um, astounding colour. It's won, it's won plenty of tournaments. Um, I will say the last Hobie tournament that came down, I think I picked the time, the location, and the lure. Um, and that's where you can really drill down with this stuff because if you pick those tide changes, those creek mouths, uh, those, those light changes, and when the wind hits a certain location because we've got that technology with the weather now, you can really drill down on your bite times and your locations. So estuary is going to be good. There has been um, has been still plenty of Taylor and, and, and Mulloway being caught sort of down towards Jewfish Bay um, in the middle of the basin, particularly on the soft vibes um, for the juries. I... I personally don't like using soft vibes for flathead because there's too much incidental um, death on the big ones. They swallow them down too deep and if yeah. you've got a big flathead that's bleeding from the gills, it's a good as enough of having a death sentence. So yeah. um, probably use your soft baits, your bigger soft plastics on the um, on the flatties and slow roll those or the prawn round in the shallows. But a day like today, you could do worse than getting some brownie points with a family and having a great day's fishing. Like head up to Kangaroo Valley. The valley... It's full of carp. Every river, every bit of water up there has got a carp in it. If your lure fishing game's not spot on, you just get a bit of corn on a whiting hook and a tiny little sinker, throw it out in the river anywhere and burly up with a bit of bread and a bit of corn, and you're going to have heaps of fun. You bring them home, get your post hole digger and bury them in your veggie garden. Ah, oh, lovely. Thanks so um, much for your time this morning, Greg. That, but, yeah, look, um, yeah, Look out for the weather today. Stay stay inshore, and um, you'll have a good time. Talk to you next week. And worth worth hopping online and having a look at proloweraustralia.com.au if you can't get out and have a look at some of the range. Happy days. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, buddy. There he is, Greg Reed. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you a couple of fish reports before we catch up with Swanee. 131269, Talking Sport. This is 2SN. 20 years ago, we started talking sport. Suppose we've got to stay happy New Year, but you're going to get sick of here and that. Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy five days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday. Not mine, but your 21st. So how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on you, Pat. Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back.
Talking Sport. Weekdays from three. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 9808. Five, six, seven, three. Ensure a smooth journey by starting your next road trip at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, where expertise meets reliability. Our technicians will check your vehicle is road trip ready. At Repco Authorised Service, we prioritise your safety and peace of mind. <laughs> Don't let car troubles ruin your holiday. Book your service online at repcoservice.com and hit the road with confidence. Stiff, sore and sorry can help you manage the discomfort of arthritis. And with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee, what have you got to lose? Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website, Love Oil Collection. That's L-O-V-E-O-I-L collection.com.au or call Ray on 040 66 71 359. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. It's just gone 6.30. Some fish report updates for you. First of all, from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle. 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. The beaches, terrific whiting uh, on most of the beaches, along with the odd brim. School Mulloway around Lake Carthy, but only after dark. Off the rocks, which we wouldn't be going to today. Uh, quality tailor uh, for off most of the headlands, along with the increasing numbers of uh, Benito as well. Uh, garfish are around us. Well, um, if you uh, also if you get the chance, there is the and you're prepared to put in a bit of time. There's some long tail tuna there, but probably give the rocks a miss today. As with the offshore, the same that Barry's Bay is worth a look for mackerel and cobia, uh, but. Uh, with, that's with the, the water colour improving, although with the wind about today, probably think twice on that. So stick to the estuaries. Karen, Flathead and Whiting are a reasonable air uh, with some good mull away off the break walls as well. Yeah, that's very much in keeping with what they said out of Coffs Harbour at Fishing Tackle at 144 the Pacific Highway. Just that uh, on the rivers and the bays, they've got plenty of blackfish the whiting have been caught on the run-up tide. The mangrove jack around the uh, rock walls at low tide. But up and down the coastline, offshore, give it a miss till Wednesday. Then there'll be plenty of action. You're right about the garfish running along the rock walls. That's all the way up and down the coastline. But don't forget to pop into Harry's Bait and Tackle at uh, 17 Clyde Street, Bateman's Bay. Then you've got the Ocean Hut at 23 Graham Street at Naruma. They'll give you all the good advice. 
And if you go on west, out to Tamworth Fishing Tackle, a great outdoor store, 15 uh, Rudrick Street out there, Tamworth. Keep it, Chaffee, Split Rock, they're all fishing okay for a good run of yellow belly. Soft black plastic grubs is working the best. If you go to Glenbourne Dam and St Clair, you've got to fish deep in those areas and the trout streams haven't been all that good, so just look for some deep holes. All in all, it'll be okay. Just uh, Wednesday will be a better day for the offshore. Hey, Karen, have you had any mud crab since you've been home? No, but I'm having them today. Oh, okay. We'll find out more on the other side of this break. We're going to catch up with Swanee and Yvonne right after this. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670-8888. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. Introducing the all-electric seven-seat Kia EV9. Silence never felt so loud. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia, movement that inspires. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. 
Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au. Yes, and they have some uh, great products available at the moment. Go online, check it out, and you can. It's a great day for doing it, too. It is 24 minutes away from 7. At 7 o'clock, we'll update the news. The phones, Kieran, have been going absolutely mental since we spoke to Mark Benaziak. Rob Wells has just sent us a message. To those that are ringing in, apologies. I'm, I'm soloing here today and, and can't answer the phone, uh, obviously, while we are on air. But if you want to contact us and, and have your say or potentially get us to ring you back tomorrow, hop onto our Facebook page, pop us off a private message, and uh, we will try and arrange that for you. But, Kieran, I don't want you upset anymore, my friend. I'm not. I want you calm and relaxed because you want crap. I'm annoyed to think that the liberties that uh, some people take with other people's fun. Absolutely. And and, and and that goes for, she might be a, a new minister, Moriarty, but obviously the uh, executives under her are the ones that are making the bullets and... And creating all the dramas. Yeah, Rob. Rob made some interesting <laughs> points gonna, in his get rid of them. message. Message there, and uh, perhaps we can read some of those out if uh, if if the people don't want to jump on the on the on the blower and have a chat with us. We could read some of them out. But I want you to be calm. Swanee right. and Yvonne are online, and uh, they're, 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 unfortunately, Karen, they're telling me this whole thing about the crabs is not happening. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? G'day, Grant. How are you? Okay. How's the crab report? Oh, mate, uh, I put the crab pot in. Well, I put it in three times this week, and I managed to get some nice uh, legal bucks and nice nice crabs, and uh, I put it in last night, but third time this week, made sure I had enough uh, because you, you're pretty hungry for crabs, and uh, I ended up with nine crabs in the, in the pot, and it's the most I've ever got in the pot after I sorted out the Jennies and, and the small ones, there's still a, a couple of nice big bucks in there and they look like they're nice and heavy too. So, uh, Karen, you can... Well, actually, they've changed... I'll get half a dozen lemons. Have you? No, I will go and get them this morning. That, so that's a good deal, Swanee. You supply nine crabs and I'll get a couple of lemons. Well, I'll tell you what, I had a look. I was going to get one yesterday, but it's $13 a kilo. I'm not going to buy a lemon. <laughs> anyway, we've changed his name to Automato. Well, I suppose at least he's prepared to buy the lemons. That's a step forward. Well, he's got to buy the drinks, actually, because $50 a kilo of mud crabs, I'm not going to give them away to him. <laughs> You've gone very quiet there, Kieran. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what drink I've got to buy. <laughs> Water for me and scotch for Evan. Oh, okay. He's gone quiet. Yeah, actually, we've changed his name to Bordeaux. Yeah, because the scotch is about a bottle. It might have even gone up more now. They keep putting the price of alcohol up on a daily basis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the mud crabs. Well, maybe we can get a discount on our alcohol if we uh, throw a little bit of the fishing licence money towards it as a subsidy. Yeah, we should be able to put in for a loan. (laughs) Anyway, we can sit on your balcony today, mate. We'll have a nice cold beer and we'll put some bets on the races and we can forget about trust funds and fishing licences. Good luck with that. So, how's how's the fishing been up there? Well, it's been pretty hopeless this week uh, for outside fishing. And we've got the southwest and blowing. It's been blowing all week and it's up to 30 knots. And it's the same this weekend. So, you know, even big boats have been nasty out there with a yeah. two-metre swell with, the, with that wind on it. So, 
Yeah, anyhow, the asterisk's fishing all right. It's fishing pretty good, actually. Um, I spoke to the young fella, oh, and I'm just going to say, last week, Ben, was really good outside. Those that made it out of the bar and banks got found uh, really good snapper pearl perch. And I think uh, there was a seven kilo uh, coral trout caught too. And that's a thumper. That's a really good coral trout. Um, now, just be aware, you get back to the red. <laughs> A uh, fellow last week, he came back, he had a wahoo, which is quite legal to take. Um, there's not a Spanish mackerel because they're closed at the moment. And he also had a big pearl perch, and a fellow came over, pulled up when he was near the cleaning table, he was about to clean his fish, and he said, I'm from fisheries doing a survey. And I said, oh, okay, no worries, I'm legal. He said, yeah, he, said he'd, he had a look at the pearl perch in the esky, and the wahoo was, he was, Blake was just about to take it over and fill it out. And he said, yeah, he said, uh, uh, yeah, nice fish. He measured it. He said, yeah, I wrote something in a notebook. And then yeah, the bloke walked over to the, wasn't thinking about it, walked over to the cleaning table, filled it his bar, who out, came back. The bloke had gone and showed his pearl perch had disappeared. <laughs> yeah, so there's feeds about pinching fish, would you believe, at the ramp. That's not the only story. There's plenty of them, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Well, a few years ago, fellas, uh, Reported by from fisheries, uh, he followed a couple of blokes at the ramp down there and had a look at their catch, and they had a, a nice red emperor, and he, he measured and he told them it was two centimetres undersized. Because it was so close, he said, I won't look at this time, he said, I'll, I'll let the fine go. He said, but I've got to confiscate the fish and we'll donate it to a nursing home. And they, he disappeared, shot it in an and his four-wheel died and disappeared. <laughs> Anyhow, they got home and they thought about it and they looked it up and uh, it, it was quite well legal, the fish. So they rang fisheries and asked them what's going on there uh, with the fisheries officer. He said, no one's going down to that ramp from the fisheries. <laughs> so, yeah, just got to be so careful. <laughs> Make sure you get ID off them. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, then we have on the, the river's fishing really good. Uh, I went down and popped the pot in last night, as I said, and uh, um, I uh, there was a, I drove around to the ramp to have a look and see uh, if there's anything happening there. And a the fellow, I thought he was pulling his boat out, actually, but he was uh, putting it in, uh, uh, young Dylan's his name. And he, he uh, I said, how you been going? He said, oh, he said, absolutely gangbusters, he said. Uh, and he showed me some photos on his, from the night before on his, uh, on his phone, uh, two mangrove jacks. Uh, 151 and 149 centimetres, and also a, a barramundi, a 90 centimetre barramundi, uh, which he put back, of course, and he put the big jack back too. He said it felt like it was full of eggs and kept the one for a feed. Uh, and I said, you have to put the, the barra back anyhow. He said, I don't keep them anyhow when I catch them. He gets them on a fairly regular basis. I know there's a couple of fellas fish for them. And those fish were taken on fresh strips of, uh, of mullet. Uh, but he said he's having a bit of trouble with the bull sharks at the moment. Well, they're only going to get worse as the mullet start to run. So, yeah, so he's geared up. So he's going to have a bit of fun with a few bull sharks. He said he's geared up with some heavy gear. Uh, the weir on the canal that goes through uh, Door goes right up through the big shopping centre at uh, the plaza. There's, at the weir, they've... Uh, on lures and live baits, they're, they're getting some really nice mangrove jack. 
some GTs and uh, a few threadfin salmon too. So nice. there's a bit to be had there. And the crabs are going gangbusters. Swanee, Kieran's just sent me a text. I didn't think he wants to say this on air, but I'm, I'm just going to say it anyway. He said, could you go down and get the drink and he'll fix you up for it later? Did I say that? Like, yeah, like that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your time, Swanee. Okay. Have a good one and good luck this afternoon. You're going to need it. Okay. We'll see you later, Karen. All right, mate. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're listening to... handle the truth so much. <laughs> hey, you can't, can't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Karen, we're going to take a break and we're going to catch up with Paul. But um, Bob from Bexley says, says an interesting uh, thing. He says, like, how dare um, they take the funds from the uh, recreational fishing licence um, to pilfer to pay for undercover fisheries? He, he, he goes on and he makes an interesting point. Undercover does not work as well as people fronting up with their fisheries uniforms on. It's the same with police. Undercover right. cars do not work as a uh, – as they, they work as an enforcement, but they don't work as a deterrent unless you've got the police on the side because people, even if they're not doing the wrong thing, will remember that for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, with me travelling up and down, uh, it's like from Queensland back to Sydney – you know, the amount of police cars that are hidden behind bushes is incredible. And yeah. motorbikes. Yeah. You know, it, it's disgusting, to tell you the truth. Yeah. New South Wales Transport Police Department uh, really needs to kick up the you-know-where. Because <laughs> they are, um, unless the government insists upon it, it may not be uh, they get instructions, probably the drivers or the police. And uh, they've got to perform and uh, bring in X amount of revenue, one would have to uh, assume. Assume. Let's see if we can catch up with Paul Burt. It is now 14 minutes from seven. Brent Bultitude. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, he's not the first and he won't be the last politician to tell his constituents fibs. They promise the world they know they can't deliver it and they make themselves look like absolute idiots because people just distrust them forever. The old not locking your car story, eh? The the car's 30 years old and he come in the shop and got me, said he wanted to talk to me and booked me $61 for not locking it. (laughs) Surely they've got bigger fish to fry. Haven't they? Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. Hey you. Right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Leif. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. I was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and 
friend, what would you tell our listeners about this product? Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arbovitae.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Listen to 2SM online. 2SM On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It is 10 minutes away from 7. The uh, forecast for offshore today not looking too good from Cape Morton to Point Danger. Why am I going to read this? We've got a professional prognosticator online. Good morning, Paul Bird. Hello, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Not looking great out there, though. No, mate, no I'm looking at the nose. So, um, very overcast, showers, strong southerly. Yeah, it's not the best of conditions, unfortunately. Yeah. Dodgy for us. How's but the fishing okay. been? I've been seeing some pretty good catches coming through of, uh, of whiting. I mean, the whiting throughout the week has been sensational. All week, just whiting on the beaches, but now the beaches have blown out due to that southeasterly wind. But, um, mate, they've been beautiful whiting in the estuaries. It's been good all round. It has been great all round. So we've seen some, you know, unfortunately, like the offshore. Tuesday, went, uh, Monday, Tuesday this last week is, was great. Had good weather. You know, the, uh, the seas were calm, the wind was light, and, and people went fishing and caught some awesome fish. So, you know, in that sense, it was, it was pretty damn good. Um, lots of mulloway. Uh, a few snapper, a few kingies out there on the shelf, all that sort of stuff. So it, was, it wasn't too bad at all. But, um, you know, then come sort of Wednesday, the wind started to pick up. Thursday, forget Friday, out of control. And today uh, is still pretty rough. So it looks as though it's going to hang that way probably till next Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd say. And then uh, uh, Wednesday's the best day next week, actually. Wednesday's looking really good. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty foul through for the next four days. But if you can put up with a bit of wind, there are some good land-based land, bl- land based places that you can go up around where you're up around on the Gold Coast. Oh, there's always heaps, mate, absolutely. You know, so there's uh, there's plenty to cut through. So, you know, we've got the... We're fortunate to have um, plenty of canal systems here, so there's lots of mangrove jacks. So we're doing our weather for Channel 7 throughout some of the areas up there, and, you know, the boys are up there you know, flicking around for jacks because the temperature's still 29, 30 degrees, so it's very muggy and hot. Uh, we've got some monster tides at the moment. I know um, uh, Marine Safety Queensland or Maritime Safety Queensland t- talking about uh, you know big tides, 1.9, 2.2 metres down here today. Uh, Brisbane River, Gold Coast, all that sort of stuff, and uh, you know seven metres up around Hay Point at Mackay. 
Uh, so, you know, you, you look at that sort of stuff there and you think, well, some big tides, obviously, that's going to make a, a lot of current in the water and therefore it's going to create a lot of um, disturbance and turbulence. So, you know, that sort of stuff there you've got to be aware of and um, and also that can um, bring the fish on as well because, you know, sometimes the fish will get out in those currents there and, uh, and strike the bait as it gets sucked out of the canals. So, you know, and the valley and the whiting hey, moving up onto the beach is that extra run, bit of water moving up further up the beach. Mm. Yeah, that's right, mate. The hard part there, Kieran, is yeah, is the big swell that we've got at the moment. So it's a couple of metres, and uh, and it's whitewashed. It's just frothy whitewashed. So you're not getting that nice calm sort of water moving up on the on the gutters at the moment because of the uh, because of the you know, 25, 30 knot southeasterly winds too. So that makes it it makes it rather difficult. One would say it's going to be a little bit um, pear shaped. Uh, not the best of conditions, but, um, you know, hey, and we've got showers today as well, so it is a little bit of a mixed bag. Hins Dam still overflowing, so that's still bringing a few bass on up there, of course, you know, the backwaters and all that sorts of areas that have seen Australian bass in the move. And, uh, I was talking to uh, some people yesterday, and we were talking about the uh, canal systems down there and the amount of bull sharks that are in the canal systems. Yeah, heaps. Yeah, mate, ton of them, ton of them. You know, it's hard to say how many bull sharks. I mean, you can't say it's impossible to say there's a, there's a ton of bull sharks. And I know they they've tagged them, they've put sonars on the bottom to to, to say oh, how many sharks are there on that shark highway that that flows through the Gold Coast. Um, so you know, I think it's, it's impossible, but you can get a, a, a number. <laughs> you can get a good idea just by catching yourself a, a trevally and putting it out, and know that it gets eaten within about three seconds. Um, you know, there's a lot of them out there. And also, uh, the other bait they love to eat, because they're pretty good fun to catch, and they're not bad tucker either, is uh, just some freshwater eel. Get freshwater eel. Uh, what you want to do there is just um, fill it and cut it up into, into slight, you know, sort of four or five-inch long pieces, and then just put one hook through it on a bit of wire. It's got to be a tuna circle hook, fairly heavy gauge, uh, and nothing too big. You don't want like a 10 or a 14 or nothing like that. No, God, no. Um, you only want something small, probably like a you know like a seven o or an eight or an eight o, and uh, and in a tuna circle, that's that size hook's not real big, and uh, mate, you just um, basically put that straight out of, out the back of the boat, uh, size seven ball sinker, so it's anchored to the deck, and uh, yeah, just leave your your drag on uh, if you're running like a TLD twenty five, pretty simple reel, the old Shimano, is just put it, it, uh, it just just out of gear, but just click it just into gear, so minimal drag. Put the ratchet on and sit back and wait, not for long. And so. that's not to do with if you've got a kayak. Oh, if you've got a... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kieran, you were going to say? Make sure you do it really close. The boys up here have done it in kayaks, but I would say, you know, go close to where there's a park so you can ram your kayak up on the beach pretty quick so <laughs> then you can play them off the sand because you don't want to get one of those things next to your kayak. <laughs> you wanted to talk about mackerel, but we're going to run out of time. So we'll have yeah. to talk about mackerel tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I quick question for you. I yeah, put mate. my boat in at the Gold Coast. Uh, I decide to, uh, oh, it looks like there's some fish down south. I'll go down south. So I'll finish out the front of Kingscliff, pick up some mackerel. If I come back and uh, to the boat ramp and the fisheries officers there, mate, does he book me for having the mackerel and being in Queensland? Not necessarily, no, uh, because you caught the fish in New South Wales. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a tricky one because we are on that border. Um, so to avoid that situation, you know, you've got to look at the coastal bar situation here. You've got Southport, 
And if you're going to go out of Southport, you've got to head 20 miles south of Tweed to, to do the Spanish mackerel fishing. Um, so if it's on your charts and you've caught it in New South Wales, then it's legal. It's legal as long as you've got it on New South Wales and it's on your on your chart plotter. There's no, yeah. there is no difference there. But if you're if you're to avoid that, take your boat out of Tweed and then just go straight out of Tweed because you've you've uh, you've, you've pushed yourself out of Tweed, which is New South Wales um, uh, uh, coastal bar, um, and you just come back in and uh, then come back up to the Gold Coast and go home. So okay. how many more sleeps before uh, we we can step outside again? Mate, March three. Uh, we got the email through this week. March three is our first uh, first episode back, and it's a cracker. I tell you what, it's a bloody doozy, and it's all for it's for everyone. Like the first one's all about just uh, you know, you know, nothing big. Like let's get out in the middle of the ocean and catch these monster fish. Yeah. That can't do. It's a fish. It's a fishing um, program where we're doing stuff where everyone can just get. Oh, you know, I want to get amongst that. So it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Buddy, we've got to fly. Thank you. No worries, mate. Okay. Look forward to you and uh, become a new ambassador. I want to talk about that tomorrow um, and talk about looking after your gear. So that'll be that tomorrow, of course, you know.